Drop the subject. Okay, let's get this week underway. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson here, and Kevin Klein is not with us today. He has other obligations because, uh, shocker, he has more than one job. He has two children to support, after all. Wait, so let people do that? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, so I am joined by Jared Hill, who has been. You've been on this show several times, and oh. you have been on. Uh, you were on Let's Go There for quite a while while yes. while Shira was out. So you are. I would consider you a. a, a close friend to the station at this I point. I would say so. I've done every show except Loveline and we're working on that. So. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so you're weaseling your way into every day part yeah, here, aren't been, you, Jared? I've been on every show on the station except <laughs> Loveline and Dr. Chris has already asked about doing something. So. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. then you are, uh, I think, getting to be the mascot, basically, something. at the station. Something. Yes. Uh, well, we're very happy to have you in. I am. I was looking at your Twitter last night and you were live tweeting about Game of Thrones as I was watching it. So obviously we were, I- I'm still Still reeling and high off of this, off of the episode from last night. It was um, wild. It was crazy. Um, but I did tweet. I can't. I, I'm so glad that the uh, war is over between the pitch blacks and the blurries because I could not <laughs> see a damn thing throughout the most of that episode. Oh my gosh! It was I was so like, you dark. have to have X-ray vision to be able to see what the hell's going on here. Yeah. It was just like, can we do this in daylight? <laughs> For God's sake. But it did make it a lot more dramatic, I will say. Well, yeah, of course, because you're like, what's coming? I mean, you're on the edge of your seat because you have to be. Yeah, literally, because you're like leaning into the screen and squinting. Because you're like, someone died, but I cannot see their face. I have no idea what's happening. Well, Game of Thrones was fun for me because like, I don't actually watch the show regularly. I think I've seen three or four episodes of the whole series. So that's fascinating that you watched one of the most iconic, craziest episodes yeah. of the entire series when you've only seen a few episodes. I really enjoy a finale. And I know there's only like seven, six or seven episodes in the in the finale I've tried and tried and tried to watch like the early episodes I, I can't get past episode 3 I'm just like bored out of my mind but like <laughs> episode I've, 3 episode 3 That's, I'm like, there's so much that happens in the first episode alone yeah but like I'm like this doesn't feel like something I need to marry it feels like something I can like kind of like casually date or hook up with see I see okay so uh, my wife is the complete opposite because when we were about to watch the beginning of season 7 I've been waiting you know over a year to watch it yeah. and as soon as I was about to hit play she was like, you know what? I think I want to watch this with you, but I need to watch all of the other ones first. Yeah. So I had to stop what I was doing and watch all the other ones leading oh, up. Geez. And then same with Avengers. I have not seen Avengers, and I know I'm in the minority here because almost everybody in America and in the world saw Avengers this weekend. But Apparently. I, apparently. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I was like, you know, this movie looks like it's going to be really good. Maybe we should go see it. She's like, I have to watch all the other ones first. Oh, I was like, gosh. there's like 30 of them. That's exhausting. So I'll How probably see Avengers when it's like for free on <laughs> Netflix right. or something like that. It'll be airing on TBS or something by the time you see it. Like, <laughs> right, my gosh. Exactly. Yeah. But I do find it interesting that, you know, 20 years, like the, the the things that we're excited about watching now are so nerdtastic and mm. they weren't before. I mean, you know, People would be like, oh my God, did you see Desperate Housewives? Or did you watch Friends last night? It was crazy. I can't believe what Ross and Rachel did. And now we're like, can you believe that the Night King and the Lord Sharon did blah, 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 blah. (laughs) It's like, everyone is so excited about the nerdiest things. Um, But I did have a very eventful weekend 
It wasn't. Game of Thrones was not the only interesting thing that happened, though. It was pretty. I mean, with the, with these shows, I feel like now I have to watch them because I can't deal with the spoilers anymore. Mm. I even though I had a lot going on yesterday and I was very busy and I had I was up late doing other stuff, I had to make time to watch Game of Thrones because at this point I cannot avoid spoilers. It's yeah. just impossible. So yeah. Twitter's I, the worst place to be. It's an if obligation yeah, yeah, at yeah. this point. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, yesterday, uh, well, I spent the whole weekend in Santa Barbara because I was. Jared, I was educating the youth of America. Oh. I was asked to speak on the panel at the Women in Media Conference for UC Santa Barbara. Well, okay. Let's so, hear about it. I know you're an award-winning journalist, Jared, but I was asked <laughs> to speak on a panel. There were scones and croissants. Oh, so this is legit, like a legit affair. Well, I so I was asked to do this a few months ago, and I Women in Media Conference sounds very exciting, Absolutely. right? I was like, wow, this is amazing. Then uh, I get there. I actually invited some family. Mm-hmm. My, my mom was there, okay. and my sister was there, and we made a whole weekend of it in Santa Barbara, tasted a lot of wine, and then got to the place where the conference was happening and they were like oh it's on the sixth floor of the humanities building and I was like oh sixth floor so it's not like a big auditorium or there's nothing okay cool so I got I where this is going you know yeah, so yeah. I got I mean I there was a couple flyers on the on the door of women in media this way you know s- similar to just any I mean like an audition or something like that you're like okay <laughs> so I go up there <clears throat> and it was nice there's a f- you know little panel set up and I've got they've got water in front of the seats it was a very professional I got this little binder look at this little binder I got that says women in media on it oh, I got on, I got graphic. swag yeah exactly right. so I'm a, I'm a real businesswoman now that I have that of course so I got there on the sixth floor and some of the women the students it was all you know college students that were attending the panel and we were they said oh go over to this area you know there's there's breakfast and I was like oh great but I was having breakfast with all of the people that were about to watch me on the panel. Mm, mm-hmm. and, There's no mystique. No. And yeah. I feel like when you see, not that I'm a famous person by any means, but when you see somebody eating, it really just takes it down. A lo- like, I remember the first time I saw Philip Seymour Hoffman, he was eating at a buffet. And I was like, oh, okay. That just kind of changes yeah, everything. Or yeah. when I saw Polly Shore eating Chipotle, I was like, <laughs> um, all right. I just. Especially when there's like food on the side of their mouth or something. Right. And, you, like, and like see what they're deciding to eat. Exactly. It's like Chipotle is very specific, <laughs> you know. And if I was one of those people who ate like a bagel with a fork and knife, they would have judgments about yeah, me. No, you know what true. I mean? That's true. Uh, but it was very exciting. I, I received the best compliment ever. And. Uh-huh. By the end of this, so I I thought it was very awkward. I was you know toasting up my bagel while I was you know and and I was obviously what I thought I was a lot older than everybody else that was there. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, you know you don't realize how old you are until you go to college, oh a, a college, and you're like, oh. And eighteen is not what it used to be. No, like, eighteen is like being twelve now. It's, it really is. They look oh. tiny. Yeah, yeah, I mean they look like children. Yeah. So I get my bagel. I sit down next to a student who's eating a bagel also and she's like hi and I was like hi how's it going and she was like I'm good I'm really excited about this I was like oh that's so great and then there was this pause and she went are you a communications major and I was oh like oh my god I love you <laughs> as the world slows down and you're like yes 
It's like, yes, I'm going to go get a second bagel. <laughs> it was pretty much the best compliment you can ever receive. Is I being afford the carbs. So, you know <laughs> it's like, all right, you know, I'm going to go get some, I'm going to go get another scone. I'm going to get a nut bran muffin. I'm going to load that. up. I love so that. So that, I mean, that uh, made me, Allie. thank you. It made me feel very good that someone thought that I was a college age. And of course, I had a lot of knowledge to impart on the youth of America. So it was a wonderful experience. Are you um, a communications major? Why, yes, I am. <laughs> yes. Then they'd be like, well, you look old as hell, then. Oh, no. I'd be like, no. That could have taken a whole other turn, Yeah, exactly. Right? Okay. I'm like, I'm going to get up. I'll quit while I'm at. I'm just going to walk away. Uh, we have a lot to get to on the show today. There is a closet watch is something that we do regularly on the show, Jarrett. We uh, we actually t- uh, drafted people that we thought were going to come out in 2019. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. think I had this kid from Brigham Young University on my list, but the way he came out was fascinating. So we will get... The idea that he might have been on the list is what's hilarious to me. <laughs> Like, <laughs> All right, random college student. <laughs> it was a student. wild card, yeah, like, I love that. Yep, uh, so we have that. We also have musical theater. We did not get to that, and I think Twinkie sent one, uh, you know, a little before we were ending the show on Friday, so we have to get to that, and a lot more, so stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. That one's a real clout, crowd pleaser. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Something to get the energy up. There's on literally this a Monday. crowd being pleased in yeah. the song. <laughs> That's yeah. it's right in there. Yeah, it's very self-explanatory. Um, thanks for hanging with us today. I'm Allie Johnson. Jarrett Hill is in with us today. As Kevin, I, b- I believe he's like on TV right now or something. Oh, uh, a lot. Yeah, I mean he always had a face for radio, but I think he is. Oh, he's literally on the television right We're now. We're looking at him right now. He looks so unhappy. Oh no. <laughs> he gets this face when he is on camera that he needs to look very serious and oh. I think he just looks angry uh, but you've been on TV several times haven't you Jared? Uh, you know I do a little here and there yeah, yeah. Well, you dabble quite a bit you yeah. dabble in it um, alright I want to talk about this kid who came out during his valedictorian speech because my coming out story, I feel, is very boring. And when anyone's <laughs> making an announcement now, you have to do so with creativity and you you have to have something that's going to go viral, right? I'll, I'll have like the promposals and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, promposals, like, do a big thing. gender reveals, everything. Yeah. You need to get a skywriter in order to announce anything <laughs> these days. Otherwise, you're a loser. And if it doesn't go on Instagram, the skywriter didn't even happen. It didn't yeah, happen, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I went to... Uh, um, this ant, this like ranch thing a couple of weekends ago, and I got attacked by a pig. Like this oh. pig started knocking me over and attacking me, and apparently it was Denise Richards's pig. Like of she, it's it was. her pig. They're like these are her pigs. Why wouldn't they're it be? really really nice. Her name's Rosie or whatever. And I got as soon as I got in the cage, it started attacking me. Oh my God. And I was like, this is. Cr-. I remember thinking like this is crazy. I cannot believe this is happening. And then I got out of the cage, and then I was looking around, and I was like, did anybody? Did anybody, anybody film that? that? <laughs> and then I was like, this never happened now. No like, one believes no you. No one yeah. will believe me, and no one's going to ever laugh at it because you can't, you weren't there. And you I mean, when it was happening, it was really funny, but I was like, damn it, Katie, you didn't yeah. get out anything to press play. <laughs> God. Yeah, whenever someone tells me how kind their animal is, that's usually like a big warning symbol for me. Like, this is not going to go well. Oh, yeah, I know. As a kid, I was bitten by the dog that doesn't bite. That, well, that's, that yeah, that happens. And I, uh, I was one of the many jobs that I had over my lifetime was as a dog walker slash house sitter and it was always the people who yeah. were like our dog is an angel the kind of they would tear up the furniture and pee all over everything and then they would come home and be like he never does that I'm like I know because that's when you're home they don't do that okay <laughs> course, your right. dog's different around other people you dummy okay 
So this guy, uh, his name is Matty Easton, and he is a Br- Brigham Young University student. Well, he just graduated. And Brigham Young University, of course, well known for being a very, I think almost everyone there is Mormon. Well, it's a Mormon school, yeah. It's a Mormon school, yeah. so I would say 99.9% of the people there are Mormon. Or faking it. Yeah. Or pretending to be Mormon <laughs> to get an education. Um, so this guy gave a valedictorian speech, and he came out during his speech. So let's take a listen. I battled and fought in prayer with my maker. It was in these quiet moments of pain and confusion that I felt another triumph. That of coming to terms, not with who I thought I should be, but who the Lord has made me to be. As such, I stand before my family, friends, and graduating class today to say that I am proud to be a gay son of God. No announcement would be complete without girls screaming directly into phone. I love it. I love it. And there's you can hear like there's like a baby and like close to the phone. It's just like, <laughs> like it's I don't just, know what this means yet. Yeah, like, there's so much like other there's so many other sounds happening around it. I love it. Yeah. yeah, and I think that of course it's a beautiful way to come out. I think that especially with all this with all the history and Mormon culture, there's been She's a always. lot of talk about this stuff, and it's really brave, obviously, for this guy to do this. Um, and obviously. He had some supporters in his corner, too, some people that probably knew that he was going to do this. But if you're going to come out and kind of stick it to the man in the way, I mean, he wants to. That's okay. Okay. (laughs) This is a family show, Allie. My gosh. I'm just saying. We've uh, already got a presidential candidate with butt in his last name. I need you to simmer down. It's already written in the stars. We don't need to poke it. Uh, Okay. So this. Oh, need to. Never mind. Not doing it. I can't. I'm digging myself into a further hole, which is what I like. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. That's amazing. I love so that. we just keep coming out. Right, exactly. Uh, so my point is that my coming out was really lame compared to something that like this guy, it, that is the cream of the crop of coming out. Yeah. Coming out in front of a bunch of people that you probably, you know, that you're worried are not going to accept you. Yeah. You're making history. You're doing it during your speech. I mean, if he had not been chosen as valedictorian would he have come out at his graduation or would did he get chosen to be valedictorian and then he's like you know what this is my coming out yeah. this is when i'm gonna do it yeah yeah i mean he, and you also know like the audience is gonna have a pretty mixed reaction the students are probably like cheering for him but also like i'm sure there are people who are mortified by him being like the valedictorian who has this big platform and then gets up there and says that yeah he has yeah. a platform and a podium a, yes and now a social I mean? media following. And now a social media following for sure yeah no i mean what's been interesting to me with like the mormon church and uh and, and homosexuality has been like they came out with this rule years and years ago saying that it's okay to be gay god thinks it's okay to be gay but like you can't act on it um and it was like so but doesn't that really mean okay it's not it? okay yeah absolutely and i wrote this whole piece and nothing to post like years ago about this because i i was taken aback by the idea that it's okay to be gay now it's like but the book didn't change and god doesn't seemingly change like so what changed yeah. you know what i mean like did you guys just figure it out which which always really kind of ended up being like heartbreaking for me because I'm like but what about the 75 year old man who hears this today but he knew he was gay when he was 20 years old and he like married and he's someone like, what and had the kids. Hell? exactly right and he lived a whole different life so like that was a, a that was always a big story for me that, that was kind of taking it was hard for me to take that story because it was like uh, you know mm. uh, you, you hear how the church has treated people for so long so I'm excited for this kid to be able to come out in this way that's you know a really triumphant moment for him where people can celebrate <laughs> yeah him. yeah but I I 
I don't know what your coming out story was. Did you have an, a, a pretty satisfactory? Because I I feel like my mom basically came out for me. She yeah. was like, you are in love with your best friend. And I was like, no, I'm not. And she was like, yeah, I think you are. And then I, I was you like, are. you're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she kind of robbed my coming out for me. And she was being supportive. But yeah. if I could go back, I wish I could go back and come out again in a more exciting, uh, you know, Make well, a statement kind of way. Mine, my, I, I published my my coming out story a while ago. Like I, I wrote a letter to my mom that was like four pages long, and it was like, "Mom, I just think you should know that you Aww. know, even if I didn't tell you this, like I would still be gay, and even if I married a woman, I would still be." It was like really it was dramatic. the '90s, so you folded it up like a little triangle. I absolutely and you wrote did. It in milky pens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like I wrote that letter on Thanksgiving night, and like went to go put it in my mom's mailbox, and literally drove up to her house as she was driving up to her house, and I was like. Okay, so I'm clearly not putting it in the mailbox now. <laughs> and then, like, I just like played like, oh, I was coming over to see you guys, and like, I you know, have it and like you. held it for like three more months, and like, yeah. Oh, yeah. so you wrote the note, and then when you when that happened, you put it away, and yeah. then when you actually came out, did you come out in person, or did you say? Here's... Oh no, I used that letter. You still use the same yeah. letter. Yeah. Then I was like living with my mom again for a little while, and like I put the note on her door uh, at in the middle of the night, and like went to bed, and like the next morning she came out of her room and like into my room to get something and then like I heard her door close and I was like oh my god she just saw the letter <gasps> and like had a full on panic like oh my god what did I do that for that was the dumbest thing I could have ever done and I went and got in the shower and I was like crying and like oh my god this was the stupidest thing and then we passed each other in the hallway and she was like I got your letter <gasps> I was like that's so terrifying <sighs> yeah it was, oh, it was Lord. Really, really scary and my family was super Christian so it was like we're gonna pray about this and you need to be delivered it was, it was difficult wow yeah. so they did not take it well no no uh, I said I published it there's a, an article com- called coming into coming out um, on Huffington Post where I just kind of like talk about what it was like to do that um, do you and- wish going back that you had done it differently then do you wish that you had not done a letter and talked to them in person uh, or done it on a podium at I, your graduation I don't I don't know what way I could have done it where it would have felt good so probably not right the outcome probably would have been the same yeah yeah it, it was just it, it was not going to be a good thing a fun thing f- coming into coming out uh, into my family because my family yeah. was like super Christian. But then I think that some people when they come out they come out to their families and their families are like I know which is kind yeah. of what happened with me but I mean with this kid coming out during his valedictorian speech I don't know how many people uh, how many people were wooing that were like yeah duh we've <laughs> seen how you've acted the last four years and we're pretty g- exactly yeah. right yeah. you're not delivering any breaking news here buddy right, right, Mr. Right. Matty Easton. Surprise surprise like I wonder how many of those gasps were sarcastic. Yeah. <gasps> what? No way. <laughs> what is this boyfriend Richard right. gonna think of so this? Who else has bangs like that? Come on, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> right. whatever it is. Like I, I he just was imagine. having too much fun with that tassel anyway. <laughs> 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 All right, we have to take a break. Uh, there is a war going on between the NFL draft and bachelorette parties. I love it's this story. very interesting. Yeah, we have to break that down. So we'll get to that when we get back after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson hanging with you today. Jared Hill by my side, learning all kinds of things about each other, including your coming out story, which yes, I did we're not. We're getting very close, Allie. We are getting very close. One day I will tell in detail my coming out story. It, it actually involves a Catholic high school expulsion. Oh. Uh, of the girl that I was in love with ended up getting expelled from school after I confessed my love to her. How do you tease a story like that and not tell it today? 
I will tell it in detail another time. Okay. We, we, we must talk about these drunk ladies in Nashville. It's such a fun okay. story. It, this is uh, something that, uh, you know, uh, having getting g- gotten married last year, I, um, Justin, I can't hear anything. <laughs> I cannot hear anything in my headphones. That's what I was trying to communicate by the... Oh, there we go. Now I can hear go. myself. Thank you. Uh, I had a bachelorette party last last year, at the end, towards the end of last year. We uh, had a, a house full of, I think, 14 women. And surprisingly, there was not a lot of drama. Okay. But we did the whole San Diego bachelorette thing because it was an easy location for a lot of people. But a lot of women are going to Nashville now. Uh, and they're calling it the Nash Batch or whatever. Wait, so like is Nashville becoming like a destination yes, for bachelorette parties? Yes, for bachelorette parties? parties. I've never heard this. Okay. Well, I think because places like Vegas are getting a little too... It's getting I guess predictable okay. or expensive or whatever. So they think, where else can we go? We can go to Napa. Wait, that's super expensive. Also, yeah. wait, why don't we go to you know where? So where, whatever. So the a lot of people are going the Vegas to Vegas of the East. Yes, okay. it is. It is basically the Vegas of the East. So, but they didn't. A lot of people planned their bachelorette parties for this weekend. And they didn't know that this is also conveniently when the NFL draft was happening right in Nashville. And uh, so it was a real battle. You can see the beautiful bride to be right here. They're just having a great time. But the thing is, a lot of these bachelorette parties came not knowing that the NFL was here. So they had to change their plans up a little bit. (laughs) Okay, so uh, when I think of a bachelorette party, I think of exactly what's happening here, which is they're all on a party bus. They're listening to Miley Cyrus. (laughs) And... They're screaming drunkenly, and what's even better is that they have a news crew in front of them. Uh, So this is the typical bachelorette party experience. What they don't realize is that the bars are twice as full because a bunch of dudes are watching the NFL draft. I mean, that's basically perfect, am I not right? Like. I'm surprised that they're so upset about this. I, I don't understand what what is what could be less perfect than this. Like, I mean, this is such a perfect situation of like drunk women who are out to party and like drunk men who are excited about the the NFL draft and like hormones that, are high. Right? Didn't the yep. actual draft happen in Nashville as well? So there's yeah, a bunch so of everyone like, was physically there. College for students, you know. Like, I mean, come on, this this. This feels like the perfect hybrid, like Coachella. We were talking about the Herpes app, where it's like everyone's hooking <laughs> yeah. up all the time. Like, right. and this feels like perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely the next Herpes outbreak. <laughs> Thank you for for clearing up what I was saying there, yes. Because, like, I mean, this seems like everyone's going to be hooking up. Like, what is the problem? Yeah, now we will talk about this later in the show, but um, basically there's an app called Herp Alert, and they had a big influx in reports of herpes around Coachella weekend. It was such a coincidence. It's unbelievable. You could have just teased that we're going to talk about something called Herp Alert, and people would have been like, I'm in. Like, I'm whatever already it is. in. I think that I could explain it, and you're still in. I mean, exactly. I would like to see anyone who's out at this point. <laughs> Ah, the sound of bachelorettes in Nashville. It's a sound. Sounds the same as bachelorettes anywhere else. Right. Sound we all know well, but this weekend, this <laughs> is turning to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's them having sex with all the NFL drafts. I mean, come on. Um, so I think that uh, they're obviously not happy about this, but uh, I, I think it's. I mean, any situation where you're like, oh, no, the bar is already full. And they're like, no, this sucks. They're still going to do the same thing they're going to do in any other given weekend, which is drink a bunch of, you know, 
frozen daiquiris and get wasted. Okay, first of all, I'm feeling attacked because I love a frozen daiquiri <laughs> and I'm a little bit triggered by the way you said that. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be condescending about daiquiri drinking folk. I'm just saying. That's, that's my life. Go on. Sorry. As the NFL closes streets, pushes pedal taverns off Broadway, and brings in hundreds of thousands of football fans infiltrating bachelorette party headquarters. Okay, so you can't see this, but they are, I didn't know they were called pedal taverns. <laughs> But oh yes, the they mobile are those. Bar? Yeah, they are those mobile bars, and they're becoming very popular. I guess that's also why Nashville is a big draw for bachelorette parties yes. and, and things like that, because you have these traveling bars where you know a couple chicks get on a bike and sort of half pedal while they yeah. drink, you know, or do shots or well, whatever. And they only have them in certain places because there's like, I mean, you're basically Licensing. like drinking out in the street, so there's a liquor law situation. But like, yep. they're really popular, and I think they have them in San Francisco. I don't think we have them here in LA. They have a few, just because everyone's used to riding bikes in San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. they're just like, I feel like I need to be doing this always. But, but if, oh, sorry, go ahead. But this one that uh, that is in this news clip is called Ship Faced. Nice. And I love that they are thinking of punny names similar to the food truck culture where you that. think of like, you know, nice punny ways to title your business. Well, what's crazy to me about this is like, if you've ever been to a city where the NFL has come over to come in to take over for like the Super Bowl or the draft, like it is wildly inconvenient. So I do get that part of it. And it just changes like the crowd, like what you're here for. Like, I don't want to hang out with a bunch of... No, it changes the crowd and what you're here for. This is revolutionary information. Football guys, no. like... I'm good. I already have to watch football on Sundays. I don't need to, to see any more of that. For the parties we talk to... <laughs> don't stop wooing! <laughs> Keep going! This is like the price is right. Keep the energy exactly, up! Come exactly. on! We're back in 10 seconds! <laughs> applause, applause! <laughs> They're like throwing up at this NFL point. draft came as a shock. And did you realize that the NFL draft was going to be here? No. No idea. Like mind blown when we landed. So in how much trouble were these maid of honors that planned this bachelorette weekend? And they were like, here's the perfect weekend to go. Oh, yeah. And they were like, God damn it. Surely that's, that was on the weekend of the NFL draft. Yeah, that's that's definitely some bad planning or a lack of foresight. No yeah, No idea. No idea. And I think my dad's very disappointed in me that I didn't know. When did they start planning the draft? Because I feel like I just found out about this. I found out three days ago and it made me want to cry. Yeah, she found out and told me a few months ago and I said, well, we already booked it. We're not changing yeah. it. So I, instead, I love that her question is, when did they start planning the draft? I heard about this three days yeah. ago. So then it didn't happen right, until like, I learn about it. Well, like the when NFL is... threw it together this week. You know, like, <laughs> oh, we got to get more players for next season, guys. I uh, forgot. Where should we do it? So uh, like... Maybe Nashville? Okay, but it's Michelle's Bachelorette. What are we going to do? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Coming up with plans. <laughs> we have to find people off. All right. Well, they don't really care. Obviously, I love they're, they're all talking over each do. other. <laughs> At the same time, like, <laughs> like what are you guys even guys, talking about? Guys, the pedal tavern's taking off. We gotta get back right. out. Right, and all of their all of their breath smells like beer and daiquiris. Like, it's like, oh god, what? This poor news lady who's like, why did I get this story? Can <laughs> exactly. I please report this about a, something interesting? This was definitely a punishment from her news manager. It was like, remember what happened last week? Well, you have to go cover the Bachelorette story. <laughs> no, like, no, but I. Ron, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, we have to take another break. Uh, when we get back we will give you the headlines for news it or lose it every down the show we give you some headline options and then we uh, discuss the headline and we discuss whether we will get into it at the top of the next hour or whether we lose it which means that we throw it out the window and never talk of it again so we'll get into those after this drop the subject we'll be right back
Drop the One subject. hour down, another to go. Thank you for hanging out with us on Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. If you like what you are hearing or hate it, follow it. You can still follow things you hate. <laughs> a lot of people that follow Donald Trump hate him, so what the hell? Follow I us too. Of, I hate this show. Where do I find it on Instagram? <laughs> What is going on? I need to stay updated on all this. Uh, At DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us. You can also follow uh, myself at your Allie Johnson, and you can follow Jarrett at Jarrett Hill, right? Two Two R's, two T's, yeah. Two R's, two T's, two L's. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's get into News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents. News it or lose it. I will read some headlines to you, Jarrett. Okay. If you like one, say news it, and we will news it at the top of the next hour. If you hate it, say lose it, and we will lose it, and we will uh, just put it back into the internet realm of a black hole. I'm already, like, drunk with power. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Headline number one. Kellyanne Conway says Biden's video was very dark and spooky. Oh, my gosh. Uh... (laughs) I'm, I, I'm shaking my head. No, I don't know if you want to lose anything it. Anything with Kelly and Conway is always a hard pass for me, so it's going to be a lose it. Yeah, especially when that's her response to the video. Did <laughs> like, she watch Game of Thrones on accident? Has she seen herself in the mirror? Like she's an awful human being. Like she should feel bad about anything she ever does. So. She's like, he should get rid of the eye patch. You're like, you're watching the wrong show. That's a different thing, idiot. All right, headline number two. Everyone at Coachella has herpes now. Oh. This is the tease, so I think we have to do this. I think we have to do this one, yeah. Um, Uh, Let's news it. Yeah, let's definitely news it. Uh, All right, Avengers opening weekend sparks Fat Thor controversy. Oh. Yeah, there was this stuff going on about Fat Thor. There's also a story going around about a boyfriend who set some strict rules for watching Avengers with his girlfriend, so there's a lot to break down here. Let's news it. All right. Okay. Finally, Idaho uh, Idaho judge forces woman to wear charm bracelet on probation. I sentence you to bad fashion. Uh, <laughs> as funny everyone as that will sounds, look at you and say, "No, you shouldn't be wearing that anymore." Everyone will look at you and know that you're committing a crime right now. <laughs> uh, let's. If they said panic brace or what? What are those anklets? The oh, tracking yeah, anklets yeah, 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 or yeah. charm bracelet? I would go with tracking anklet. Yeah, I, I would say lose it. Okay, cool. We're going to lose it. All right. So we will dig into those stories. Uh, Coachella getting all herpified and the Avengers being the smash hit of the decade even. or even if it, they, they I love that all these headlines that they use. Like it decimated all the records. It shattered, slammed right, exactly. the records. Yeah, shattered the records. Owned so, the box office. Yeah. Uh, box office got owned. All right. So we will dig into that uh, when we get back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. That was some L King for you on Channel Q. Uh, she is Rob Schneider's daughter. Just a little trivia for you. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, we have some breaking news to start. News it or lose it. It's very appropriate, but uh, there is some breaking news in in the news world. Yes, indeed. Uh, this story coming from uh, the folks over at People.com and the journalist is Judy Guglielmi saying that Larry King is on the mend after experiencing a medical scare last week on Thursday. Uh, apparently, a source tells People that King is, quote, doing well and suffered an angina, which mimics a heart attack. He went into cardiac arrest. He's in the cardiac um, <clears throat> intensive care unit, uh, and he's expected to be released later on today, but 
but oh really uh, yeah i mean he's, he's already been, out well because it apparently happened on thursday but no one knew about it and it's just now being breaking that people are kind of starting to find out that this happened um but he was scheduled to go in for an angiogram last thursday and when the pain became too strong he went into the hospital early um and they said that the that he was placed in under cardiac arrest or excuse me a cardiac intensive care unit um TMZ was actually the first part, the first to report this, which TMZ being the first to report things is it always makes me think of, of Michael Jackson when Michael Jackson passed oh, away because that was like that was yeah. their big that was really what changed the game for TMZ. But like I saw that story on TMZ and I was like, let me look around on other places. Yeah, so, why don't we just double check um, this? But uh, yeah, but I think the real news here is that Larry King is alive. Yeah, I mean, I think listen, a lot of people were like, what? Larry is King he? is alive, and Larry King is alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. No, oh, but, he's alive, but he's eighty-five oh, years old, and uh, yeah. So we'll and wish him dare a, I say a he looks recovery. older than that? <laughs> I, I don't know that, if you can say that while he's in the hospital, <laughs> okay. Allie. All right, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes. I don't want to offend people right but, away. Yeah. All the all the Larry King obsessive fans that well, are listening we, to this show. We'll keep our our, our minds on uh, Larry King and wish him a speedy recovery. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we do wish him a speedy recovery. Don't get me wrong. All right, news it or lose it. Here we go. <laughs> Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right. A few people went to go see the Avengers Endgame this weekend. It is Any, on. Did anyone see that? I think a few. A few people did, yeah. $1.2 billion. It is on record to. It is on track to, uh, like I said, smash Avatar's <laughs> record of $3 billion in sales. It already has made $1.2 billion, as you said, Jared. It's been open for, I mean, really three days, but more like five if you count the other screenings. It's made up 90% of all movie ticket sales this weekend. That is wild. Uh, a few people saw little. I mean, a few people. A few. I actually really want to see them. <laughs> okay. Um, apparently, this weekend was like the trash apocalypse for movie th- people that work in movie theaters, though. Some theaters had 24-hour screenings all weekend long, and since most of America saw the movie this weekend, most of America left all of their crap in the movie theater seats, leaving the workers with the unfortunate task of cleaning all of it up. Employees were posting pictures of the mountains and mountains of trash accumulated in one 24-hour period. Another manager said, as a person, I love Avengers. As a movie manager, I hate, hate, hate Avengers. <laughs> it, it, it actually makes me think what we're talking about in the break uh, with Game of Thrones. And I was tweeting about like who's going to clean up all these bodies. Yes, I'm because they're all the just movie. walking around like, whew, phew, all right, that's over. And <laughs> exactly. we were like, there is so much crap there are everywhere. millions of dead bodies everywhere. I'm guessing that's kind of like the movie theater, just like <laughs> yes. piles and piles of trash everywhere after the movie. Maybe we can compare pictures, dead white walkers or all the trash. I mean, what's more? <laughs> I don't know. Um, on top of that, people... People were getting beat up. A guy was beat up after delivering spoilers outside of one of the movie theaters. Well earned. Probably had it coming. Well um, earned. Yeah, I, I think that at this point, if you are d- deliberately delivering spoilers outside of the movie theater where everyone is going in to enjoy the movie for the first time, you are probably asking for a little beat- a beating. Well, I always say, like, I, I I don't have, like, a whole bunch of sympathy with people for, like, spoilers. It's like, if you didn't watch Game of Thrones and you got on Twitter last night, you did that to yourself. But yeah. in this instance, when you're, like, going to the movie theater and there's someone outside, like, trying to spoil it for you, he deserves whatever he got. Yeah, he's gonna get beat up. Um, there's another story that's been floating around that was Avengers-related. A boyfriend set some strict rules for watching the Avengers with his girlfriend because I, I you watched Game of Thrones last night with some friends right and right. it was one of your it was you it's not a show that you keep up on so you probably the had some questions episode I've ever seen of the show. <laughs> 
Maybe the third. Well, then all the ca- all the major character deaths, you were like, oh, well, not oh, really affected. Right. Was like, it's like oh, the same as a White Walker dying. Who, right, like, who's the right. lady in the white? Jeez Louise. <laughs> She's really keeping that outfit clean. <laughs> it is amazing how some people were so clean. Oh, my gosh. And the other people were just covered in blood and death and soot. Like, and... The lady in the red, you dropped your necklace. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, when I was watching Game of Thrones last night, Katie, had, my wife, has seen every single episode, and she did nothing but ask questions throughout the whole thing. And I'm like, I don't understand why all these are coming out now. She was like, how did the Night King even get created? I'm like, I don't know. Why does this how even matter? So- right. <laughs> I can't. Like, is everyone is dying right now. Can I, I need to pay attention because I can't see what's going on. So I at least need to be able to listen to it. Well, yeah, so I was really fortunate that we were watching it with a friend who was like, ask all the questions you want because oh, we were that's like, great. I have no clue what's going on. But yeah. That's good. So what, I mean, it makes sense that something like this would happen, which is uh, somebody setting an actual written criteria of what the movie-going experience is going to be like. This guy delivered a a note to his girlfriend that said, oh, it was a letter that said, uh, we will not be queuing to buy popcorn, so Mm. please make prior arrangements when it comes to that. Fair. Um... I, you are not permitted to consume any food during the film, including the end credits, but you may quietly drink water. This feels a little extreme. I mean, I think that it, I, I'm all about communication in a relationship. I think it's very important when we go to movies. It's we have to communicate a lot because she doesn't, Katie does not like when a movie theater is crowded at all. So we need to gather like a th- half an hour before the movie starts, and it's a that's a whole thing. But we had we, we had a lot of mistakes before we started regularly communicating about this to have a better experience. Okay, I say a, a passive aggressive letter like this, or a demand. I guess not. It's just straight up aggressive letter. Probably not the best way to go. Um, I would also Minus say that yeah. you. You should eliminate quietly drinking water. <laughs> I just, I mean, I can't drink water. Yeah, but I mean, you also like it, quietly next... drink water. I can't even do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can see noisily drinking water, but like I can't quietly drink water. Come yeah. on. Uh, and then I don't know how she's supposed to quietly drink water and then fulfill the next thing, which is she will not be allowed to go for a toilet break. Uh, I will not be moving to allow you to pass for a bathroom break. Please find an alternate route. And you will not communicate with me during the trailers or uh, or for the duration of the film. <laughs> which, okay, that's another one that's a big pet peeve for people, especially when you're in a movie theater scenario. I can sure. see if you're in somebody's living room and you have the ability to press pause, but when you're around other people, you would say, no, I don't want you to talk. After the film's final one uh, we will have a 30 minute debrief session to discuss the events followed by a period of quiet personal reflection <laughs> <laughs> where I'm sure she will reflect on whether or not to break up with I you I was gonna say this guy sounds like a word that we can't say on the radio yeah. like I mean I get like you don't want people to talking to you through this like really important movie in the, in then the go alone it, that's what I was gonna say like don't go with someone else. Like, and I mean, also, I know you're in a relationship. It's hard to be able to go to the movies by yourself or whatever. But like, I don't think this one wants to go with you, though. She, no. Right? Who wants to go to the, to the movies with this guy? Like, <laughs> Not I. She's the you need another guy that is equally as invested as he is to just sit there and wear diapers and well, not go to the bathroom <laughs> and just watch quietly and then debrief and then have a quiet reflective period. She's got on a twelve-hour diaper because you never know. <laughs> I'm also, but I'm just thinking, like, what are the consequences if I like? 
quietly drink water. Right. Like, what if I accidentally burp? Get thirsty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I oopsie. God forbid I sneezed. Like Jesus. Uh, all right, we're already running behind. I have more though. Oh. Uh, the other thing that we've been hearing about online is fat. The fat Thor controversy. Mm. And I know you haven't seen the movie, neither have I. I don't want to spoil anything for people. So if you're going to freak out, I don't really consider this to be that much of a spoiler. But if uh, I mean, if it is, then you can't beat me up. Huh? <laughs> I will say that, like, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm guessing Thor doesn't win in the end. No, I don't know if it has anything to do with him winning or losing. Okay. But there's a point in the movie where he is depressed. Mm. And so he is he I, they apparently portray him as being like fat overweight mm-hmm. schlubby yeah and uh he's depicted as that in the movie and instead of the other superheroes being like it's okay man just kick you back up it's all right you know they're shaming him and making him feel bad for getting all fat and gross well i i'm perfectly okay with people doing it when it's donald trump so i feel like if it's thor like i mean <laughs> If it's a fictional character. Right. Oh, wait. You said Thor, not Thanos. I'm thinking of Thanos. Uh, okay, Thor. Yeah. Oh, you think people are fishing the giant monster right. guy with I, the rings? When you said this initially, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Thanos, not Thor. Now Go I on a diet, idiot. you demigod. Exactly, right? So that's why I was like, oh, if it's Donald Trump, I don't mind it. So, But if it's Thor, I mean, Thor is actually really hot, though. Yeah, I think it's because he's normally this hot, chiseled guy, yeah. and he has this schlubby look that they're all like, come on, you loser, kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have at least been thinking, like, pull it together, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, I think that was the vibe. And I, I, like I said, I haven't seen the movie, but I think a lot of people, like, Justin, you saw the movie, right? Ginger Justin. And you said that there was an uncomfortable moment. No, it just seemed like, uh, you know, maybe five years ago. It that, could fly. Uh, okay. But in the current climate, I was like, there are definitely going to be some people upset about this. Yeah, and there were. There were people that were coming to Fat Thor's aid saying, you know okay, what? First I'm of a- all, we are not going to call him Fat Thor. <laughs> I, I am all on board with Fat Thor. I'm going all in. I think that that's going to be the next <laughs> Avengers He's like movie. Fat Amy in, uh, in like the, yeah. the Pitch Perfect movie. I'm Fat Amy. Yeah. I'm Fat Thor. I'm fat Thor. That's hilarious. But some people say, hey, you know what? I can relate to this guy. You can be a superhero and have a dad. Bod. You don't have to be a super chiseled uh, beefcake in order to save the world. You know, heroes come in all forms. So I go, mean, Fat Thor. I mean, if you start out as Thor, isn't it? Isn't that Chris Hemsworth? Is I think so. Yeah, we'll go with that one because um, they all kind of blend together. Yeah, for they me. all look the same. Right, but I'm like, I mean, come on, you're Thor. Like, you got to carry that all, hammer. Oh my guys, look at the least same give to me. G- I didn't say that. You said that. I didn't say that. You said that. I didn't say that. You said that. I was thinking it, but I no, but like I, I mean, come on, you're Thor. Like, I mean, yeah, you're Chris Hemsworth. Like, part of part of the fun is looking at you. Yeah, you know? but I think your hammer does a lot of the work for you. There's it? that part. Okay. There's that. Uh, all right, I don't know He's if you- DIY friendly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pinterest page. Pages on Pinterest. Uh, okay, so there's an app called Herp Alert. Before we go to break, this is very important. Let's talk about breakouts. Uh-huh. Okay. I see what you did there. I see what you uh, did. It, there is an app called Herp Alert, and here's what it does. It's a herpy tracking app. So you report when you think you might have the herp, and in return, doctors will help you out with a diagnosis, maybe a little Valtrex, you're good to go. And it helps doctors track some of the big outbreak uh, influxes. I guess similar to measles, you know, you want to tell people when you have measles because they want to be able to track it. Uh, apparently, people were doing more than just enjoying the music at Coachella. Who knew? Go figure. Uh, yeah. They were having a lot of unprotected sex, apparently. And where they usually see about 12 
cases per day on this app. They saw a total of 1,100 (laughs) in one weekend. So they were averaging about 250 reports per day. The number was a Herp Alert record. I know everyone's talking about Avengers breaking records, but this week, Herp Alert smashed the records, all right? (laughs) And their second biggest Herp Alert was the day after the Academy Awards. Really? Isn't that surprising? They how got new is this app? <laughs> like, well, you know how they talk about Super Bowl babies, people who make babies on the night of the Super Bowl because, because their team, team won, won or whatever. Oh, I've not heard uh, that. Coachella herpes is a whole other commercial that I'd like to see a campaign. That's so interesting. Yeah, um, that's what happens when Leonardo DiCaprio goes to the concert, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so uh, everyone has herpes now. Uh, talk your about friend, a white guy that I've never understood the hype around it. So it would be Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's super schlubby. I mean, he doesn't have a good body. I never thought he was that hot, but people just like throw their panties at him. I will say that I looked really. <laughs> Wait, then where is it? I still feel the need. I don't know why I was taking my imaginary panties off because I do still feel because of the 90s like I have. um, I mean, it's a really good name for a heartthrob. I've just never thought he was cute. Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Leonardo DiCaprio I was really into and Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like, is there a better heartthrob name? Yeah. I mean, you got to have three. Three is either serial killer or heartthrob. (laughs) So that's the way to go. Jonathan Taylor this, Thomas, I will always be in your corner. Where did this rule come from? Is this like- <laughs> I just made it. All right, we have to take a break. When we come back, there are a lot of sto- stories of heroism on on the internet these days. Of I course, there's story. a lot of bad stories out there. You know, you hear a lot of sad things in the news, so you have to go to the good news column. But I have a problem with this good news section. I'm actually not happy with some of the stories that are coming out, and a lot of them are food-related, and I think they're throwing around the word hero when they really shouldn't be. So we will get into that after this break. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson here. Jared Hill is with me today. Thank you, by the way, for coming in on such short notice. Very glad to have you in the studio. It's a very fun time. I agree. I'm having a very fun time. We're having fun here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's real. Okay. Speaking of fun times and good times, you know, there's a lot of sad news in this world. If you look I get some see in the face, it just <laughs> this death behind your eyes, just exactly. emptiness. Yay, oh, we're having fun. Okay, so when you go to you know Google Good News or you go to the Good News tab on any news website, you have these nice feel-good stories that kind of lift you up and make you feel like the world is in such a bad place. And a lot of times it's animal animal rescue stories and you know some person with a random disease that no one knew about that's somehow cured or whatever. Or someone gets a kidney when they needed one. But there's also a lot of stories that are surprisingly food-related. And here's my problem with this. I read these headlines that say things like, here's one, heroic couple brings food to stranded driver. Okay, they brought food to somebody, and they are now being called heroic. Because they... Justin is so excited about playing this song. Because they brought somebody a sandwich, right? Yeah. But... Then I see another one. Teenage hero drives seven hours to deliver pizza to a dying man. Then there was another one that I read about some uh, fire, like like when the wildfires happened here in L.A. 
someone brought them all pizza and they're like, Hero brings the firefighters pizza. And I'm like, the firefighters are the, are the heroes here. Why are we just using Hero willy-nilly and just because you buy someone a damn per- deep dish, you're a hero Wait, now. it was a deep dish? <laughs> You, that context is really important, Allie. I didn't click on the clickbait, I, I was so telling, I don't know. I was telling Justin in the break, um, like, uh, so I was dating this guy, um, and we had just started dating. I love you for playing this song right yes. now, Justin. Um, I had had like the longest day, and he was like, "Hey, do you need anything?" I was like, "If you could just grab some food before you come over, that'd be really huh? great." And I showed up to my house, and he's in front of in my front door, standing there with pizza, wings, and a drink. Mm. I literally told him I loved him that night. <laughs> So relieved to see it with food. You know, bringing someone food is, I guess, it a heroic thing in that way, or it makes you look, I mean, it definitely gets you a nice step up yeah. when you bring unexpected food. It, anytime you bring unexpected food, Justin, your girlfriend does this. She'll bring unexpected donuts and cookies, uh, and she, I think, is the most loved person in this entire building. <laughs> She's Wouldn't you hero. agree? She is our hero. I'm obligated to say yes. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it's coffee or something like that. If you bring something that you weren't expecting, it's really exciting. I just think that we're getting a little carried away. Like three young men invite elderly widow to sit with them after seeing her dining alone. How beautiful. That's beautiful, but it does not make them heroes if they're like, hey, come sit with us. Maybe there was other things that we don't know about that were horrible about these people. And just because they invited some old lady to sit with them, that doesn't make them great people. Cut back to Enrique Iglesias. I could be a hero, baby. If I just buy you a side salad. I mean, I, I listen, I'll tell you. Now, I also should also qualify my story by saying we broke up six weeks later, but... Um, Six weeks? It was, I mean, it was That's a, really short. It was a very short-lived relationship. That's not important, Allie. I'm feeling judged. Okay. Um, no, but like... No, but I actually have a similar situation where I didn't say I love you in this scenario, but I dated this girl who sucked. She was ended up being a horrible person, but we dated for a little while. And when I really got invested in the relationship was when I was sick and she randomly showed up at my door and brought mm. me soup. And she didn't text me beforehand. She didn't call me or say she was... And she didn't even stay. She was Aww. like, I just wanted to say, I was thinking about you and here's some soup. I was like, wow, I am swept off my feet. And behind her in the front yard is Enrique Iglesias with the guitar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obligated to show up in any of these situations. Yeah, no, I mean, in those moments when like you really need something and someone shows up with it, it is great. I don't know that it's heroic. I don't know that it's newsworthy every single time it happens. Uh, There is another story here. Teen with cystic fibrosis uses hospital window to ask for pizza. And then strangers deliver the pizza. Uh, there is another one about, I don't know, Justin, if you have this audio, there is a, a story about Church's Chicken. Uh, Chick-fil-A? Ch- oh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> the the uh, irony. Yeah, yeah. There was a Chick-fil-A story, and this is what happened. You have it? Chick-fil-A. Okay, so this kid was Sunday? in the hospital. What's on Sunday? What? And they brought the Chick-fil-A people brought him Chick-fil-A on a Sunday when Sunday usually it's Chick-fil-A is closed. So this is a very awkward video of this kid in the hospital and there's a giant cow mascot handing him a bag of food and then trying to hug him with his hoof hands. And for some reason, that's the feel-good, heroic story of the week. A really great way for that to have ended would have been for him to get up and give a speech at the end and announce that he was gay. <laughs> 
Who, the cow or the kid? The kid. The kid. <laughs> I'd love for the cow That'd to come out, amazing. too. amazing. By the way, I'm gay. Uh, rather than calling the cops on Hungry Young Thief, 7-Eleven owner sends him home with food. See, these are all heroic food-related stories. But if you were saying, okay, like, for example, if you were place some of these headlines. Let's take uh, one, for example, the teenage hero who drives seven hours to deliver pizza to a dying man. If you replace the pizza with a giant wad of cash, does that well, make him more of a hero? But it probably doesn't make it as buzzworthy as a headline. Uh, uh, sure. I mean, yeah, I guess it depends on like what you replace the pizza with. Um, and in those instances, like what those people really needed, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, heroic couple brings food to stranded drivers. I would like to see a heroic couple unstrands drivers. I mean, right. Brings them brand new car. <laughs> right. Gets them out of a deathly situation instead of tossing a burrito their way. Oh, uh, burritos. I mean, okay, yeah. I, anyone who would bring us a burrito right now is our hero. Oh, look, it's Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I was going to say. He's right here bringing us burritos. Here comes Sarah. Like, Unbelievable. <laughs> She's like, and then you probably put pressure on yourself when you when you set up the standard of I bring people food. Yeah. That's a hard thing to, to live. Yeah, and you got to bring in something more exciting every single time. If you bring in a whole thing of donuts one time, and then another time you're just bringing people a Tootsie Pop, you're like, what? Bring in a th- bag of chips. It's like, what happened <laughs> yeah, here? What do you think? What? Just a regular, not even a family-sized bag of scoops? Right. You can't even eat just one. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> what do you think? Sarah. All right. Sarah, are you listening? We're going to give you a, lo- a list of what we need. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, uh, Twinkie, our good friend, a friend of the show, he's been a friend Ooh, of ours I since Twinkie. San Francisco. Oh, Twinkies. You heard that, Enrique? Sarah? Sarah? Someone? (laughs) Uh, Musical theater. A lot of people love reading news headlines, but, you know, in the LGBT community, we definitely perk up when it's in musical theater format. So we will give you this week's musical theater because we didn't get it uh, to it last week on Friday. Uh, So we'll delve into that and uh, close up the show soon. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. <clears throat> Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, and we got a timely email. We were just talking about food for quite a while. Uh, solid 10 minutes, I'd say, just talking about how much we love it when people randomly deliver food. And then we got an email from uh, the boss upstairs saying that there is free lunch for everybody. Holler. <laughs> I feel like this song is never so, going to be the same for me again. Congratulations to our hero upstairs. Our, the big man upstairs. Our market manager for giving us this email and bringing food. Uh, market manager brings food to needy radio hosts. Uh, that is the next headline that we're going to see. Heroic market manager. Yes. Heroic market manager. Uh, that'll, that'll be the next headline. All right. Musical theater. This is what we do around here. There, you know, you can listen to all of these news headlines and you can tune out all you want. But when it is put in musical theater format, the gays' ears perk up. And we have gotten an actual request. I think this is from Clayton, right, Uh, Justin? Just uh, Clayton recommended the musical that Zach would be rewriting this week, and it's Dear Evan Hansen or Dear something. Uh, and I think he rewrote it for Dear Chris Evans. So it is a it is a ballad. So let's take a listen to this week's musical theater. Australians killing off their cats. A woman threw puppies in the trash at Coachella. 
Cyclone Kenneth hits Mozambique Sure to be a terrible week with no umbrella What a heartwarming Samsung Galaxy Fold Sales are being put on hold From stores don't post the hashtag free Britney. She's got the right to be released to the outdoors. Dead dolphins in France washed up on shore. Oh gosh. This really Kim and Putin get together. Check local news for your own weather. And please don't spoil how the Avengers After the weekend. I mean, I think this is very well written. I think that my favorite lyric in this week's musical theater is that we just should all check our local weather. <laughs> uh, that's what I was going to pick as well, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, it's a really good piece of information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was an emotional song. Yeah, it is an emotional song. I've actually never seen this musical, but Clay- Clayton, because we do this every week, and Zach does different, he's done Hamilton, and yeah, he's yeah. done, um, he did The Hunchback of Notre Dame mm. last week, or the week before, Spicy. after that. Yeah, yeah, it's very edgy, yeah, what he's yeah. doing. Um, very revolutionary. So he did say, what about... <laughs> Dear, uh, this other musical that I've not seen, but now I'm really interested in seeing this musical. It's gonna be nice music. Well, yeah, no, Dear Evan Hansen, like people really love that show. It's a, it's a big deal. So. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've yeah. never even seen it. I'm so out of the loop with musical theater stuff. I think that at one point I was considered a musical theater nerd, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of fell off because it takes a lot of dedication. It is. A, it's a lot of work and a lot of money. Yeah, I, I know. Morning, You're this, like, I got to go see all these musicals. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, this morning, literally, I was homosexualing because <laughs> I was listening to a song from Rent, like, and wailing in my house, like, just like really going oh, for it. Oh, you're still going with Rent. Yeah, well, it was. It came up like randomly in a playlist, and I was like, oh my God, I love the reprise title cover you. <laughs> really good. Yeah, I think that with musicals now, I've I've listened to them so much, and I know them so, like the, the ones that I know I've yeah. heard so many times because I've gotten drunk many times and put them on. There you go. Uh, so now I'm... I'm like, no, I don't want to put that on. But then if it comes on randomly, yeah. that's a wonderful time. Especially the moment that you start singing it and someone else also knows it. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's on. You're like, I'm in community. Here we, here we go. <laughs> this is my community. So thank you, Twinkie, for this week's rendition of Musical Theater. Much appreciated. Uh, we must take another break. And we unfortunately must say goodbye after this. But we have a couple of things to talk about. Uh-oh. Still, we have a moment. Men's makeup lines contestants on Jeopardy forbidden to bet $69 or another satanic number? We could get into any one of those things. So. And apparently Larry King is still alive. Oh, and apparently Larry King's still alive after Amen. all this hour. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Alright, we will take a break and we will close up the show and get into one of these teaseworthy stories next. Mm. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Available for podcast download on radio.com. You can download us. All you have to do is tell your phone to find Drop the Subject and whoever it is, Siri or Galaxy Girl or I don't know who. I don't, I, what's, I, the, what's the Galaxy Alexa, one? Alexa. Oh, I don't know what the, the is Galaxy is. Is there a is. speaking one for Galaxy? I think Samsung has something. 
Hmm. But is I her mean, name Sam? I don't trust those people that use <laughs> Samsung phones. If you if I text you and it's green, we can't really be friends. <laughs> and then the Samsung people love to talk about how great Samsung is. I mean, they have it's a like really CrossFit great camera. people. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> They're like, guys, why is nobody on the CrossFit train? Why is nobody on the Samsung train? Have you seen the curved edges of this phone? It's and like, you're like, I don't care. It's like, did you hear about phones catching fire in pockets? Did we forget about that? Did we forget <laughs> yeah, about that? <laughs> exactly. Um, before we go, I want to bring up something that I uh, read about today, and I, I want to get your opinion on this, Jared, because as a woman, I don't enjoy wearing makeup. I don't wear a lot of it. Uh, do you think that I'm wearing makeup right now? I was thinking maybe she's born with it. <laughs> Thank you. you yeah, I'm born with this and makeup. the hunchback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> both of them so I am born with. Um, yeah, I don't enjoy wearing makeup. If I could walk through the rest of my life without wearing it, I would be happy. And most of the time, you know, hey, I don't feel a super pressured to wear it on any given day. There are just certain times where I don't want to look like a bridge troll. So I'm like, all right, I'll put a little <laughs> foundation on. Um, but makeup brands for men is becoming more of a topic of discussion. And, and and I know that it's like for special occasions, you might want to put it on, but this is everyday makeup for men, like actual branded makeup for men. And the headline is, men's makeup brands are discreet, but they are all over Instagram. This guy explains a certain uh, company that came up on his feed, and it's it was an ad for, a, it was a tattooed man covered with well... Uh, covering covering his well-lit skin with beauty blender, black beauty blender, and I couldn't get over the fact that it is literally called War Paint. Oh, so God. there, this makeup line is called War Paint. Jesus <laughs> I can hear your eye roll and I can see it. I, and I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on this because I... I I think that some guys would probably, given the choice, want to put on some makeup. I mean, we're if we're putting it on every day, we're kind of upping the stakes as far as you know how you look when you walk through any given day. So if you could put on makeup every day, would you? Okay, so I'm going to take the scenic route here. Um, there, if you go to the grocery store and like in the toilet paper aisle, there's like uh, the wipes that you can get at the at the toilet paper wipe, you know, like the wet wipes or whatever. That you oh, can yeah, use. like the Pampers wet wipes. <clears throat> right, exactly. Uh-huh. But they also have like this new men's version, which is called <laughs> Dude Wipes. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen because like, oh, I guess just having like a regular wipe is just like too feminine for men. But then they also have things called feminine wipes. I mean, but right, that's and a different thing, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just wipes. <laughs> so it's like, I remember, but they also cost more, right? Dude wipes are more expensive. <laughs> Dude wipes come, they all have like bold letters. So it's yeah. like, it's the stupid marketing to men. And so like, you're doing men's makeup and you're calling it war paint. Like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come yep. on. Like I I do think that men will probably do this especially as we live in like such an Instagram era where everyone wants to look at in their That's photos. That's the other thing, yeah, is because, that because we're taking so many more photos well, and yeah. There's also like all of this talk about how men are so insecure in their bodies, right? Cuz there's so many like men with six packs and big pecs and big arms on Instagram that men are starting to form, feel more and more insecure. So I think this will probably kind of feed into that as well. Like, oh, well, you're, if you have a blemish or oh, if you're not perfect, like put on war paint. <laughs> Well, it's a war paint. Exactly. It's like monster jam. It's really just concealer. Exactly. And that's like, all it is. Come on. Yeah. But, like, but then it's going to be like, so, but men aren't going to know what they're doing with it, right? Like They're not going to know what they're doing with it and they're going to lie tutorials. about it. Exactly. Because they're not going to feel like they have the ability to be open about you wearing makeup every single day, right? YouTube tutorials are going to end up being really, really big. They're going to find plenty of people online with makeup tutorials. Oh, but it's... 
What's most interesting to me is like I I remember the first time I had to wear makeup for television, um, thinking it was like so cool because I was like a real TV person now, uh-huh. right? And then like after having to wear it every single day, I started getting like, oh god, I have to put on makeup again. Yes. And and like being in the makeup chair at CNN or MSNBC is like a great Instagram photo, but it's also like Jesus Christ, I gotta go put on makeup. Yeah. So like, and that's usually someone's putting it on for you. Exactly. It sucks yeah. to put on your own makeup. Well, and then to forget. To like make time to do that, and then doing it in your car oh my, while you're yeah. driving. Well, like I remember when I was on uh, when I was on every day for television. Like I'd have to put on makeup every day, and like I got to be able to get it done in like four minutes. Like yeah, <laughs> like three minutes there. It's like I'm on my way, you know. But when they're putting makeup on you, are they doing the full? Like, are they putting? mascara on you are they putting brow line like how far are they going or is it just a little bit of foundation and some bronzer or whatever it depends on the artist like sometimes you're like can I fill in your eyebrows a little bit and then sometimes they're just like here (laughs) it's like thanks uh okay and then also like there's also the element of like being black like they don't always have like the right skin tone oh yeah some of them just don't know what the hell to do right and like so many so many of like my darker skin friends like have to do their own makeup yeah I guess I'll just use this brown eyeshadow on you because I don't have any foundation and it's like, geez Louise, well, like, come on. I think it's interesting. I think that uh, if I have to go through the pain of wearing makeup, guys should too. So Listen, I, I think it's going to be a thing. I think Instagram is going to really change that for people. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, all right, before we get out of here, I want to tell you how you could be flying on a plane that's hopefully not canceled or a Boeing Max 737 uh, to New wow York Air. City to a ch- yeah, wow Air, uh, to uh, attend New York City Pride. New York City Pride is something that I have proudly attended before and I would absolutely go again. I'll be there this year. You will? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, be great. Big, you know, yeah. So go and say hi to Jarrett. Uh, he'll be wearing the rainbow thong. <laughs> I told you that in confidence, Holly. <laughs> uh, so all you have to do is go to wearechannelq.com, enter to win. You have to be 21. Your guest that you bring has to be 21. Uh, but if you win, you get round-trip airfare to New York City. You get a four-night stay in a hotel, and uh, and you get to enjoy Pride, which is June 27th through the 30th. All kinds of Pride festivities happening this year, so you want to be a part of them all, and you can wear your whatever LGBT product that they've, themed product that they've come out well, with. Well, my rainbow thong is also rhinestone, which gets oh. a little uncomfortable comfortable yeah. when you're dancing but it's really really cute, yeah so. when you're doing split leaps throughout exactly. the entire exactly. parade uh, which is normally how i walk around the streets of new york just in split leaps and uh, fan kicks. Jarrett, thank you for hanging with me <laughs> and i'm sure Jarrett, you'll be uh, with us again soon and thank you for listening and follow the show at dts show on twitter and instagram check out the podcast if you missed any of this stuff and we will see you tomorrow bye bye